Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I want to talk about what George Contos just told us. Because, you know, he just said the number one reason a free agent would want to sign with the San Francisco Giants is their history and their tradition. Outside of the baseball players who are so romantically tied to the sport, I don't know how much that means. And wasn't Aaron Judge's, you know, wasn't wasn't the tie going to go to the runner based on his love of Giants history and tradition? Who loved it more than Aaron Judge from everything that we heard? And that's the guy who spit on it first this year. So obviously the Giants history and tradition didn't mean much to a you know someone who told anyone who could listen he grew up a Giants fan. And if George is really right saying that that you know that that's what the Giants can offer their history and their tradition. 888-957-9570 is that enough? Is that honestly their selling point? Because if it is, they're done, Ray. Well, it's not their selling point. Farhan Zaidi is not that naive. They He's got no history or tradition. It's the no, Padres. But, but they do have players on the roster now that other players said, man, if I'm with those guys... I'll go be part of that. Yeah, that's that's what the Padres are selling. They are selling that and the fact that they will overpay... For anything. And by overpay, I mean pay more than the normal market will bear. They ended up paying about $100 million more for Xander Bogarts than the than the Red Sox wanted to. And I don't know that anybody else, and I haven't seen any indication that anybody else was even remotely in that neighborhood. So the Padres have basically said, money's no object. They and the Phillies have just gone out and out and said, we're just going to shovel money at the problem till it weighs too much for those guys to walk away from. I mean, the Mets, for example, their starting rotation for this coming year, average age is 36 and a half years, and they're averaging 28 million per guy. Look, the front of the Mets rotation is tied for the two highest average value contracts in the game of baseball right now. Both Scherzer and Verlander are making 43.3 this year. It's insane. You know, that's eighty-six million dollars wrapped up in our ace and then the second guy. 
So don't tell me that the Giants don't need to come back to Carlos Rodon, who, by the way, is so looking at other opportunities that the Giants' history and tradition, which he just got bathed in, clearly doesn't mean as much to him as a seventh year or another comma somewhere in his contract. But but the other thing that's interesting is Carlos Carrasco's 36. He's going to make $14 million for them next year. And Jose Quintana, who they just signed, is going to make 13, and he's 34. It's the oldest staff ever. I mean, it just it's literally like a World War II staff where you have to cobble together guys who pitched, you know, after they were... You know, too old to be drafted. None of it's desirable, but I would just say that 36 in sports is the new 33. The new 32. The new 31, maybe. Like yeah, with their arm are, histories, the 36 is the new 36. Well, and, and that's the crazy thing about pitching. You never know. Look at how old Verlander is, and he just had, coming off a bevy of injuries, maybe the best year of a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, and Scherzer... He's been banged up. He's 38, and he's going to make the same money as, as Verlander. The fact is, it's not about the money if the term is short enough. And if you want the talent, you've got to be willing to give that built-to-fail contract. I mean, it's just the way it goes. And this brings me back to Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa at $400 million is an Aaron Judge at $400 million. Carlos Correa is a very, very underline it twice, italicize it, highlight it. Very good baseball player. He's not selling tickets. And that's why I don't think that the Giants, and I see Susan Slesser saying that he is now the number one target, and several other people other than Susan have said that the Giants are now, they've got him at the top of the priority list. They should. He is that type of player. But I don't know if he is a... Oh, you know, we weren't even going to go to spring training this year, but now we're going. It's just not who he is. And I don't know if the Giants are going to spend a his name goes above the marquee price on a player whose name does not go above the marquee. But not signing anybody is worse than overpaying for a guy that might not go over the marquee. That's, That's how the you problem and I feel. Got. That's how you and I feel. No, uh, Do they feel that way? Do the Giants feel that way? Yes. I think they're going to want to come away from this with something and probably more than one thing. If you told me I have to overpay for one thing or the other, I think I'd be more inclined to overpay for Chris Bassett than I would Carlos Correa. But in the reality that the Giants are facing, and this is not a PR reality, but a baseball reality, they need both those guys. Yeah. And if they have to overpay for both of them, then that's what you do. The problem that they've got is if Carlos Correa is all of a sudden at $40 million a year, does that reduce their willingness to spend $25, $28 million on Chris Bassett or $32 million on Carlos Rodon? Because they're not getting anywhere signing an outfielder and a shortstop and still having that pitching staff. They gotta, they, I mean, we, we know what the Giants' problems are. They got a long list of that needs to get better, but that isn't maybe not what's going to hold them back. I mean, because baseball sometimes happens. And by that, I mean the team that wasn't supposed to be very good turned out to be pretty damn good. 107 wins, I guess, kind of proves that. The problem that the Giants have isn't even the Dodgers. 
Because the Dodgers are the Dodgers are the Dodgers are the Dodgers. And we know that the way, we know who they are. We know what they do. We know how successful they've been. We know what their clear franchise mission statement is. We're trying to win the World Series, not just every year, but every night. That's the lineup we're putting out there. Trying to win the World Series every single night. The Giants, I think, counted on that being a reality. I don't think they ever saw this coming from the San Diego Padres. Even though it's been building for a couple of years, I don't. I think at some point they thought, yeah, I bet you enough is enough at some point, right? The San Diego Padres, folks, they're just not playing around. I mean, that alone should spring the Giants into at least a mini spending spree. Just looking at the San Diego Padres. Xander Bogarts, 11 years, $280 million. This is the team that just traded for Juan Soto. This is a team that has Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis in nine-figure deals. This is a team that just offered Trey Turner $41 million more than the Phillies gave him. Phillies are very lucky that Trey Turner wanted to go back east. This is a team that apparently just put $400 million on the table for Aaron Judge before he decided to stay in the Bronx. Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Tatis Jr. That is a major league lineup that sounds like a Dodger lineup. Not another lineup that you're going to have to deal with beyond the Dodger lineup in your own division. I mean, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sexy? No. Household names? No. About to go out and spend big money? No. They're better than the Giants. How much longer are the Colorado Rockies from being... Well, here's the thing. You don't really have to worry about the Rockies. They, yeah, no, they, do, they are dead on arrival. Yeah, they, they, are, they are room temperature. But, man, the Giants got some serious problems. And part of their serious problems is trying to get away with free agent spending with 2008 prices. The three largest free agent position player signings in San Francisco Giant team history. George Canto says a tradition history mean an awful lot. Well, if you want big money and you're a position player, the San Francisco Giants don't do that. Aaron Rowand. Aaron Rowand. His five-year, $60 million contract, which they gave out in 2008, which was a terrible deal then, and he would not have got that had he not run into a wall in Philadelphia and broken his nose and became a household name in that moment. Aaron Rowan, five years, $60 million in 2008, is the highest ever contract the Giants have given out in free agency to a position player. Mitch Hanniger's three years, four hundred, uh, excuse me, $43.5 million deal, that was signed two days ago. That's the second largest free agent contract ever handed out to a position player. Barry Bonds' seven-year 43.5 back in 1992 is number three. The Giants have never even skated once around the rink with $100 million in a position player in free agency. How is that even possible in 2020 year of our Lord? How is that even possible? That's nuts. That's insane. That's insane. It's a, they're lucky to be where they are. They really, truly are. And look, George Contos, man, he's telling some truth. If he is telling the truth, I think the Giants are in a lot of trouble. Because players aren't signing with tradition and history. Is it a great ballpark? Yeah. Great clubhouse? Yeah. Good culture? All those things. Lots of teams have that. 
Lots. Lots of teams have that. By the way, welcome to your 5 o'clock hour. You're listening to 95.7 The Game. KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. Damn well better be free. What those teams also have are better players and teammates that free agents are going to want to go play with. No, the Giants' selling point is not what they did in 2014. That's ancient history. What they would sell to Carlos Correa is you will be the core of a very good baseball team that we're going to back and fill with other really good players. And then when his agent said, yeah, well, who are those players going to be? Then they have to have answers. That's one of the biggest problems. And I think that's one of the reasons why Aaron Judge found it easy to say no. It wasn't that he just loved the Yankees and that the pinstripes are magical. It's that that's a team that makes deep runs. That's a team that makes playoffs all the time. They're not 30 games behind the Dodgers or 19 games behind the Padres. That's a team that's going to be a factor every year. The Giants would have to sell whoever their big signing is on. You're going to be the heart of the. New, you're going to be the heart of this team, and we're going to pay you like that. And then after that, we're going to go out and get other guys. And then they have to go out and get those guys. Now, otherwise, you've got a disillusioned star. We're going to more than mix sports metaphors right here. We're going to completely mix sports. And I'll be the first to tell you that free agency in basketball and free agent in baseball are two kind of totally different things. Bob Myers probably went out and signed the single biggest free agent in the history of sports the day that he was able to close the deal with Kevin Durant, right? I mean, that, that, that was a monster, an absolute monster that he was able to bring in Kevin Durant. There really isn't another free agent who has paid as instant a dividend as, as Kevin Durant paid with the Golden State Warriors. Yesterday on Steiny and Guru, Bob Myers talked about recruiting Kevin Durant and what really went into the pitch and what Kevin really cared about when it was all said and done. Bob Myers with a very interesting soundbite. Players don't go somewhere for a GM. I'm humble and wise enough to know that. No player's coming anywhere for me or any GM, in my opinion. Now, they might look at your track record and say, uh, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing or he's had success or not. They might do that. And I probably do to some degree, at least in the NBA. I think the biggest thing is who am I playing with? Uh, if you're talking about Kevin, I get to play with Steph, Draymond, Clay, Andre. When we went to the Hamptons to meet with Kevin, the most important part wasn't, we had a presentation and I'm telling you guys the truth. Literally the presentation, we, we stopped it 10 minutes in. Because if you know Kevin at all, Kevin was kind of looking around going, I don't, I don't need to see this stuff. I mean, literally, I, I, I think it wasn't even, I think one of us recognized or he kind of said, bro, turn that off. Which is fine, right? Because you have to show up with something. You can't be like, what's the presentation? We don't have one. The most important thing was he walked away alone with Steph, uh, Andre, Clay, and Draymond. And, and whatever they talked about, and I have an idea what they talked about, was, was that, that's why he came. That's it. PowerPoint presentation, really well done, properly lit, audio levels perfect the whole way through presentation. I'm sure they had. They pulled it out. The player basically says, stop. I don't care. Who am I playing with? Now, in basketball, obviously, 
there's so fewer guys in the room, who you're playing with probably means even more. But boy, means everything. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. It does. I mean, because the money is for granted. You take that for granted. You know, you're getting the money. And you know, his whole point about GMs not being the lure. I agree with him there. You're looking for competency. You are looking for track record. I could see how the wrong GM in the wrong front office would be a turnoff, but the right GM. You know, again, if he's the right GM, he signed the right players that I want to then go play with through, you know, what he's done, how he's drafted, and so on and so forth. That, to me, says an awful lot about why the Giants and their money and their ballpark and this city are maybe coming up short over and over and over again. Who wants to come and have Brandon Belt hitting behind them? I wouldn't. Well, but it's it's not just like you don't have, I mean, you have Brandon Belt. It's that you don't have Freddie Freeman. It's that you don't have Paul Goldschmidt. I want to be with the elite players. I mean, that was a selling point for, well, Bogarts is a bad example because they paid him $100 million more than anybody else would. But that's the reason why Juan Soto was all hot to go to, to San Diego. It's the reason why Machado signed. It's the reason why Tatis signed. It's why it's why Trey Turner went to Philadelphia. Because he was going onto a team that A, had players around him, and B, spends like the Padres do. The, 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 the Phillies next year are going to have six guys who make more than $20 million. No other team in sports has that. That's a sign that when your agent sits down to talk to you, he'll show you that. And that might not be the reason you go either, but it's not going to be a reason you would avoid him. Boy, I hate the way they're spending so much money on so much yeah. real major league talent. Keep I me mean, out of but, there. It, but, uh, but the implication is, and they're going to spend more of that on you. I mean, it just there's nothing. I mean, I, I won't believe that Peter Seidler or John Middleton are such charming people as owners that players can't wait to play for them. but they do like to see those w2s with a bunch of commas all over the place are you winning will you pay me those are the big two things that yeah. i think free agents are and, looking and for. to a third extent how long will you pay me and to a fourth extent will my family be happy because that's what trey turner left for i mean he left money on the table because his wife lives in new jersey and because He's pals with Bryce Harper. That stuff matters, too, when you're talking about that level of money. Where, you know, he's got an agent who will figure out, you know what? $340 million in San Diego will spend about the same as three hundred in Philadelphia. And your wife will be happier. Don't be, yeah, never underestimate that. As a as a you know as a selling point, do you think the Giants are about to go the extra mile for Carlos Rodon? Or excuse, not Carlos Rodon, but Carlos Correa. Um, if it's four hundred million, I think they'll balk. But they'd better be ready then to over over overpay for both Rodon and Chris Bassett. It feels because like they're not because because Correa on the assumption that Dansby Swanson is staying in Atlanta. That's the last big name to get. And if you're worried about, you know, big name, you know, ticket moving power, you don't have that anymore. 
you know, you'd be spending it to spend it so that people won't hate you. But if you spend it on Radon and Bassett, you can at least come back to them and say, we did spend it and we built up something that has been traditionally a strength for us and we think we can be significantly better with those two guys at the top of our rotation. Susan Slesser reported that the Giants are in the driver's seat to land Correa given their financial flexibility and need for a big name. Is he a big enough name to spend $400 million on? I don't even think they should be looking. They should only be looking at ball players, and he is a ball player. But if this is the way ownership looks at roster construction, that we're not going to spend, again, the, a franchise that has never given a position player more than $60 million is about to break off $400 million for a guy who, what did he do last year in Minnesota? Anybody? Oh, that's right. Stats? No, no, he, no. he had a very good year for them. Right. He but sure it's did. Minnesota. Right. It's Minnesota. He didn't make you look once. He doesn't have enough star power to make you look once. The guy rolls out of bed and he's a 300 hitter, which in this league right now makes him a 380 hitter, right? I mean, the, you know, I mean he can really, really play. He was a rookie of the year. He's been an all-star. He's a gold glover. He won a platinum glove, whatever the hell that is. That's better than a styrofoam glove. It's a great glove. Not a single person ever leaned into their TV saying, man, I wonder what Carlos Correa is doing with the Twins tonight. Not once. But you could sell him as the start of what was a really lucrative offseason for them. And by lucrative, I mean, we got three really good guys, and he's the best of them. And if that doesn't get you to buy tickets, maybe it'll get you to buy a ticket in July when they're 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 20 games over. Right. I mean, because that's the only other way you're doing If you're not doing this for pure star power, you're doing it to make your team better. And as amazingly bland and dull as they were last year, they were still 81 and 81. And that in and of itself is nothing, but it doesn't mean that they were a disaster. They didn't finish last in the National League. They weren't Washington. They have stuff somehow that works at least half the time. And if you bring in three more guys who are actually plus players or plus plus players, all of a sudden you could say, well, we could win 95. We could be a wild card team. That's Philly's only won 88 right. last year. So that's how you would have to do it. You don't sell them on the past. You sell them on the future. I wonder if they're really going to extend that level of commitment to Carlos Correa. I mean, I would. They need to. They should. Will they get it done? Because if the Chicago Cubs are interested, maybe Carlos Correa ends up a Chicago Cub. Uh, by the way, the Cubs don't exactly have a robust team of ready-to-wins, ready-to-go. They just lost their catcher. Yeah, Contreras going to the Cardinals. It's a great signing by the Cardinals. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.